Hello, everybody, and welcome to another podcast for Anime Casuals. And uh, I think from today on, I'm going to call this uh, Anime Insights. And there's been something that's kind of been nagging at me for several years now, and that is the case of anime that divert from the manga plotline. And so what this is, is that either the anime is starting to outpace the elements of the manga, meaning the anime story is starting to run a lot faster than the manga is. Makes sense. 20 minutes, 30 minutes of time you need to fill. And the manga, unfortunately, is being written a chapter at a time, which doesn't always fit into 20 minutes. And there are so many anime out there that have done this successfully, and many that have done this unsuccessfully. And this has kind of just been nagging at me for a while. So I'm going to dive into a few anime, um, how they divert from the manga, and really, like, why I feel like they should have stuck more to the manga route rather than being experimental. So first, let me say that I don't think it would be a crime if an anime took a break and let the manga fill itself out instead of having to pull a brotherhood, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, where they go back in later and redo the parts of the anime that needs to match up and sync with the manga now. So that essentially you have two separate anime, one that for the most part, about halfway through, follows the manga and then diverts into its own story, and then a new one that they renamed Brotherhood that d- covers the rest of the manga and just giving a very thorough telling of the manga in anime form instead of creating their own thing. So, I think that's strange because the w- the reason why people watch an anime in the first place is to kind of get that manga feel. To watch something that's already been written, that's very popularized, and maybe people just don't want to take the time to read it. Or, so that way the parts of the manga can be explored in anime form. So, real easy way to describe that is the fights from an, from a manga get thoroughly explored and fleshed out in the anime because they're able to actually show the movement of characters fighting or maybe there's parts in the manga that weren't quite as important that could be explored in the in the anime without it having to be a filler and filler is the other way besides outright changing the story that is how anime kind of gets around the whole you know (laughs) the manga needs to keep going Anime is caught up too much to the manga. How are we going to provide a stopgap between the two? Well, they can put in filler, which is non-canonical story in between the actual um, canon events to help flesh out some world events or just put in random junk in there to fill it out. So let's go into some anime that does this semi-well and semi-not-well. I'll start with the big one, Toriko, which is an anime about a dude who goes around in a gourmet world, kills animals, and makes delicious food out of them with his partner, who is a world-renowned chef. Or will be. (laughs) So, 
most of Toriko follows the manga until it gets to the very gritty parts. Toriko was made to be very kid-friendly and shown off with little blood, little gore, little language, and really to be a fun, kind of One Piece-esque adventure that kids can watch and adults could watch with their kids. Now, that's already step number one where it starts to divert away the manga. Toriko in the manga is a lot more bloody. People are getting limbs cut off. Uh, uh, Any animal that is killed is chopped in half. You see, like, blood spray. Um, It's a little bit darker of a story just because you explore in the villain side a little bit more and kind of the dark cooking that they use. But the biggest thing is at the end of the anime, you get this kind of the big villains versus the the big heroes have a fight and they come to some sort of conclusion um, and that's kind of where the anime ends. In the manga, there's this entire exploration of like a whole new world that is the gourmet world where you explore the kings of the... of. Um, of the gourmet world, which are many, many times stronger than any of the characters are. And what this does is explores what they hint at all throughout Torco, which is the, I think it's like 11 foods that are the keys for unlocking, like, the true body. And that are the most delicious foods in all of Toriko, all of the gourmet world. And so it's it's a little frustrating when you're getting into an anime and they keep hinting at this, like, this full-course meal that, of the gods that each one is based on a part of the body. And then they just never get there. And the anime just sort of ends because they can't translate the, the manga into a kid-friendly version of the anime. And it kind of just leads to the ending of this anime with you know, a kind of flaccid end, to be honest. You know, not really getting everything you want out of it and not really, you know, wanting the end that's there. And there's another one that does the same thing. It's Soul Eater. Soul Eater's the end of the manga gets goes to the moon. It does some crazy stuff. And, then, you know, if you haven't read the end of these mangas, Toriko and Soul Eater, I would highly suggest you go do that because they're amazing ends to the manga itself and they get really dragon ball z-esque where it's (laughs) the power levels go through the roof and everything goes insane soul eater does something similar where um around the time where they have to take down the ishin i think is what it's called basically the big demon that uh goes crazy and starts infecting the world with madness the anime kind of just takes that and you know does a couple episodes and you know really gets it out while the manga sets up this whole thing that they've been working through the entire course of the storyline and gives it this big crazy end with corona and or sorry corona and the moon and how how crazy badass all these characters are and really shows um maka Mako um, in her like insane forms and like how she takes advantage of the madness and there's so much there that they just kind of leave off again to end the anime I don't know on their terms and you know all these anime might have a reason for them maybe they're going to get cancelled maybe they don't have enough viewership maybe the manga sales are going down and it's completely understandable that they need to end at some point but it's just kind of sad when they don't get to end on their own terms or end the way the manga is so they don't get the full story out there um 
And kind of things like this kind of bother me when they come up because while you're watching the anime, you're expecting to get the manga version. You know, Full Metal Alchemist, they had this like World War One thing where at the end, in order for Ed to find his dad, he traveled back in time. And they had this kind of half their ending where he sees his dad in the middle of World War One. And during bombings and he's like oh it's it's my dad and he goes over to him and he's like what's going on he's like i don't know i was sent here too but that also was like leading to more seasons or a movie or something and you kind of get this half-baked ending um there's one there's an anime that does this amazingly and i'm sure you've all heard of it it's called Yu-Gi-Oh. and the beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh in the anime just starts off with a brief introduction between Yugi and Kaiba having a duel and you get to see how dark the Yugi side is when he sends Kaiba into uh, like his own head to basically rebuild his heart. In the manga, there's this super dark version and there's a season zero of Yu-Gi-Oh! out there but not for WB Kids where basically he's just cracking people's brains open he's basically torturing and submitting um you know people to shadow games although the shadow realm wasn't really there and basically if you lost the shadow game there'd be a huge punishment that came with it uh a guy who lost shadow game basically saw all trash as money and just kind of sat in trash pouring money all over himself uh, there was another guy who got a permanent mosaic over his eyes, so all he saw was, like, censored. His eyes were just censored, so everything was blurry and, and you know, created that mosaic pattern. Um, there, there was, like, an insane amount of crazy games that were played. Uh, they introduced the character uh, Bakura, like, really early on, and he plays, like, a little D&D adventure, and it's so unique at the beginning of Yu-Gi-Oh!, that it really sets up the rest of the series about not just being a card game, but really being about games themselves. So, it's really strange when <laughs> when anime decide to go, let's do our own thing and make it really unique, because in the end, they're basically being adapted to whatever format they're called for. So, in the case of Yu-Gi-Oh!, the format that was called was Saturday Morning Cartoon on WB Kids. So everything they released needed to be for kids, and if it wasn't, then, you know, obviously they would get canceled rather quickly or just told to go do it again. Same with Toriko and Soul Eater is they were formatted for a certain audience and they kind of left out things that didn't need to be there. Um, Full Metal Alchemist obviously just outpaced the, the manga and they had to create their own ending. But in all these cases, you th- you see things like Naruto, One Piece, not Bleach, but I'll get to Bleach, that take time and take breaks so that way the manga can keep going. Now, are Naruto and One Piece and Bleach full of filler? Yes, they are. Not as much today, though, because they are able to take breaks and let the manga just outpace them. Naruto is ended, but we Naruto leads into the biggest breaker of this, of all of them, is Boruto. Boruto literally has a hundred episodes in it that aren't in the manga because because the manga started maybe a year before the anime come out and this is all money hungry like the producers whoever owns Boruto was like oh well, let's get money out there right now before people forget about Naruto but what they didn't realize is that the manga is only being released once a month and you can't release one episode a month 
I mean, you could, but it just wouldn't work for the format that they were trying to go for. So, and what ended up happening is they released a little bit of the story, which is, well, was in the Boruto of the movie, and then they filled it up with, you know, time-traveling turtles and stuff like that, or Boruto and Naruto go back in time to when he was a kid, Naruto was a kid, and go explore um, the Hidden Leaf Village, you know, during that time. And so you just get all this fluff that, well, if you didn't know about the manga, you'd probably be really happy with, but... If you do buy the manga, it kind of just feels like a middle finger to you who is a, an avid consumer of the manga itself. You know, you're trying to consume the story, and then you're like, oh, I'm going to go watch the anime, and you just get all this crap that's just thrown in there in between the storyline that you've been waiting for for a while. So there's a couple more out there, but, you know, that kind of gets my point across, is that when the anime and the manga don't coincide... You have this kind of loss of audience that's been waiting there for a while, wanting to see this animated story and how the, the production company and the studio who took it over is going to show off how amazing this anime. You know, you get things like One Punch Man Season 2 where the manga and the anime are actually pretty similar, but there's just no flair in the, in the anime itself. And so when the stories divide... It's just kind of unfortunate, to be honest. Um, I would love to hear all of your opinions about this because, you know, this is always something that's been bothering me. You know, uh, Lucky did a, a podcast about, you know, anime that doesn't have a second season that had a really great first run of it. And I think this is along the same lines is anime that diverged away from the original source material which is this very similar to us uh at least what hollywood is concerned where hollywood creates a movie that diverts away from the book material sometimes you've got excellent examples of this like harry potter you know harry potter might have had a few choice moments where you're like why did they do that or why did they change that or they'd leave it out but in the end you still have an amazing eight run series of movies that does a very good a summary of how the books went but on the other side you'll have a few movies out there that don't do as well um like uh, mortal engines is out there which i've heard is a really good book series but then kind of didn't do so well as a movie you have the maze runner series which the book and the movie are very different from each other and you have things like um you have other movies out there. Hunger Games does a really good job. Very good movies. And in the end, it really depends on how the production or the studio takes the book material and translates that into an easy watching experience. you got Ready Player One, which is kind of on that, the middle line between did it do a very good job or did it kind of miss too many points. So anime follows the same line there as going... How much should they stick with the source material and what should they leave out? What is okay? And honestly, video games also follow. It's so much entertainment that can do this. It really depends on are the, is the story that the person or the studio took over important enough to tell the way it is in the source material? Should they need to change it? Is there something that they can add to change it? Most everything I can think of is fight scenes or added story or flashbacks that aren't there that would explain the story a little better. 
I mean, I think they do that in Attack on Titan where things are just a little bit out of order, but that's okay because it tells the story a little better in anime form. So let me know what you think about this because I always think this is kind of a hot-button issue for people out there. Um, and I really want to know other anime that maybe you've watched that are different from the manga material or maybe you're just an anime watcher and you know you're interested to see what these manga are like i would highly suggest you dive into them or maybe just read the parts that are different because some anime are very similar to the manga and you could just jump right into where you left off um anyways that's uh been michael and i hope you had a fun time listening as always stay casual